You have now entered the lab, episode 109. I was Escobar for Tama. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, appreciate it. If you're watching this now, you're not subscribed to our YouTube page, definitely hit that uh, like and subscribe button as you tune in. If you already are, uh, pass this video on to a friend. Uh, you know, spread the love as we try to spread the love with uh, whoever engages with us for the next hour, hour and a half. Appreciate you guys for listening, locking in with us into the lab uh, episode, of course, Broward Vintage. We put up a post on Instagram uh, about Broward Vintage. Um, things are booming. You know, 2024 is a big year for that uh, sponsor of, of the pod, and we're trying to get the name out there. This shirt that I'm rocking is a Broward Vintage original. 20, uh, 2007, it was a gift from the CEO of Broward Vintage uh, that I'm, I'm repping it today because we got I'm going to Royal Rumble on uh, Saturday, driving up to Tampa, so it's a big day. I'm probably going to rock this one at the arena, probably get a lot of compliments. I'll refer everybody over to Broward Vintage on eBay, but appreciate Ben and, and uh, you know, big stuff going on, but, you know, we'll get right into it. You know, usually we do a lot, a lot of hooping and hollering. In the, the beginning, <laughs> like we always lead off with, uh, is it is it hooping and hollering or hooting and hollering? Could be hooting and hollering. I stand corrected. Hooping and hollering. I, I feel like it's a modern day version of that. We do we do some hooping around here. That's too. funny. I, I said hooping and hollering. That that was yeah. I think point. I think it's hooting and hollering. <laughs> hold, hold me accountable. Or in here's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> but what's going on, man? What's uh? How was your week? You know, anything uh, fun happened personal-wise? Obviously, we'll, we'll get to football and all that stuff in a little bit because that's obviously the trending topic over that. But what's going on no, week, uh, in your life? Week was good before I get into that. As Ray was saying, Broward Vintage, our sponsor, they got a whatnot episode with 5,900 later tonight, 930. Broward Vintage, locally sourced in South Florida, vintage new men's and women's clothing. You can shop on eBay. The link is in our bio. On the link tree, you can't miss it. Just go on our Instagram. The link tree's there. You scroll maybe like a little thumb flick up, and you'll see it on there. Value prices for every item listed. DM Brower Vintage if you are trying to buy or sell some stuff or trade. All kinds of business going down with Brower Vintage. Like Ray said, it is a big year for them. We're hoping to, you know, definitely be a part of it and, and keep that ball rolling with them and, and make some moves. So I'm excited. For I will that. put in real quick. We'll just keep going I went on, on the the app on eBay and I just wanted to search one thing. All you got to do is go to his page uh, on the app on eBay. And then you go to the top search. You could just type in, let's say you like jerseys, just type in the word Jersey. All his jerseys will come up. You want oh, something nice. okay. Tommy Hill figure or something that. like whatever brand that you like jeans, um, you know, whatever women's you just type it in. He does a very good job on descriptions and, you know, little key notes uh, when searching. So it's like literally just shopping online for something that's open. He has over a thousand listed right now. And we're revamping the website as we go. Yeah, nice. So, like I said, he's got the whatnot episode later on. If you don't have the whatnot app, download it. Go on there, Kiki in the live. Thank you for joining. But back to my week. My week was good, man. I started my new my new uh, job. One of the seven jobs I got after this week. It should be back down to two. So I'm excited Ooh. for that. Yeah, for you. I'm excited for that. I feel like, you know, although it'll, it'll definitely be a pay cut, uh, it'll help me manage my money a little bit more. One step and back, will, three forward. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll help me my manage my money a little bit better. And 
I think I'll have some more free time now. I'll definitely, you know, with my schedule and everything I got going on. <laughs> what you do with that free time is another right. conversation. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm excited for that. I just want to see. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take – it's going to be a little bit of a curve the first, you know, month or two trying to get acclimated, trying to get adjusted. And and it's going to suck seeing that pay cut, but mm. I just got to get used to it, man, and figure out other ways to supplement that that income. But I, I think it's a I think it's a good move, and I think that that job I got now is is definitely a step in the right direction, and I, I can see some some upward movement in that in a few months. I think I got the potential, and I think that what I've seen so far, I think I could definitely compete with the people that are in there. Not, not saying anything bad about them; everyone has been great, but I know I can do a lot of things. You know, I'm blessed pretty smart i just gotta i just gotta put effort in it that's that's sometimes where i fall you know i don't it's gotta be something i'm really into man if if i don't really like what i'm doing i'm not gonna put that effort in it it kind of sucks i really have to switch that up and what you were doing before it wasn't a career job so it it was it was something that was you know you got hooked up a full-time job uh good pay and then you didn't have to do much but you gotta know when a stick and move that i did get right stick and move not hooping and hollering Stick it, you got to know how to stick and move in life. You got to know when to, you know, get in and out of uh, Bob and weave. Yeah, Bob and weave. There you go. Uh, dishing and swishing. Uh, shout out Walcott Frazier. Um, so yeah, you just got to know when to get out because you you get stagnant, you start getting depressed, you start getting into other things. Like, you know, you stopped uh, going to the gym, that was one thing. You stop all of a sudden, you start back, maybe drinking one day more than you usually do just because you're bored or like whatever the case, it all. You know, before you know it, I, I love that saying, if uh, if a boat is off one degree over time, next thing you know, you're way over here. And I use that reference when I when I have to, you know, deal with my personal stuff or give advice. Sometimes, you know, you're off that one or, or a couple degrees in life for weeks at a time, days at a time, months. And all of a sudden, you don't even recognize yourself three months later. And you're like, what? How did I, how did I get here? And that has to do with like habits and and lifestyle choices or, or, or jobs. Uh, obviously, it all starts with jobs because you're at that fucking job for like what forty minutes, forty hours a day. Well, yeah, forty uh, a hours. Week, I'm a sorry. Week. So, yeah, hopefully not forty hours. It adds a day. up after a while. Well, yeah, certainly adds up. Um, <laughs> for, I got uh, I got my mom in here for um, you were able to chop it up right before the episode. I got my mom here. Yep. Uh, it's becoming a tradition. Uh, last week, last year she came. Sorry, I'm all disoriented. Last year she came for less than a week um, for her birthday. Now she's here for her birthday uh, week, so she'll be here till Thursday. Her birthday's on Wednesday. So shout out her for hanging out. Uh, it's been good. We've hung out more in the last 48 hours probably than we did in the last 10 years. Basically, in a collection of like consecutive hours, it's been very cool to just relax, chill, and it's been uh, it's been a little cooler. Uh, in South Florida than uh, than you would like, but man, it's lot, been so cold. It's a lot here, warmer bro. though. It's a lot warmer than it is up in the Northeast. It's I can't imagine. So Obviously, cold you guys here, are colder, man. right? How's the weather there? Man, I hate it, bro. I hate it in the morning. Like jacket it sucks necessary because, all day oh, long. Yeah, no, not all day long. Just in the morning. Just in the morning. Okay. Yeah, and but at night it kind of. Yeah, yeah, but I'll get out to my car when I go in the morning. And I'll have like ice mm-hmm. on my car if it rained the night before. It'll be ice on the grass. Yes, yeah, you gotta sit in my car for a yeah. little bit. Yo, 
Thank God for seat warmers, man. Warm that up. Seat warmers so close, so clutch. Warm, warm my ass right up, man. It helps up a little. It helps out a little bit. I just wish I had a steering wheel warmer. That'd be real clutch. But I'm not complaining. You know, I turn up the heat to like 80, 81. I'm cooling on the drive home. My butt's nice and warm. I'm chilling. But yeah, sometimes I gotta, I gotta put that defog on. You know, put the, the uh, what's that shit called? The defog. No. Yeah, uh, no. But the this the the solution the that comes out. The windshield. Oh, yeah, the, the, windshield uh, the cooling solution. or the the fucking liquid. Out. Yeah. So so it can kind of. <laughs> I get it. I get call it. Out People the ice that are listening, they get it. You know. But you yeah, got man, automatic start for yours, your car? For my car, yeah, but it doesn't work, or I just Ooh. don't know how to do it. Uh, it has a little button that does it. It's but not worth fixing because it could be expensive if you do have it. Because no, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, yeah, but if you but did could, have it, you yeah, just go I could go the out there, start the car. I can go out there, start the car, you know, and get it going a little bit before I'm. I got to go to work, but by noon, it's it's back in the 60s. It's back to chilling and then at night it'll, it'll start getting a little colder it'll drop down to like under 40 in the high 30s oh and no late, that's late that's at cold. night yeah yeah that's late at night, cold it'll be mid 30s yeah uh right now i'll tell you where it's at right now uh right now it's at 50 it's 50 here but right. I, I guarantee you in the next few hours it, it'll drop down a little bit yeah so i'm hoping for the next couple of days she's here my mom's here till uh thursday she has half a day on thursday or a third of the day because obviously travel again to the airport, but she has two days. So it's going to be 78 and 80. Hopefully it warms up for her so we can do more outdoor stuff. We've been just chilling. We had a good uh, party uh, for football and we'll kind of lead into that. We had a good party at the house uh, for her. It was like almost like a party for her. Everybody come over, show some love, hang out, get I like to have her meet my friends and who I hang out with often. Cause they're not going to be able to come over to come to New York and she's only coming here once or twice a year. So it's good for everybody to connect Dylan, for example, who uh, I've been chilling with a lot. First time meeting her. A lot of, a lot of people that came. Yeah. You, you, that. you, you were chilling with Dylan's mom too. You and Bree were at yeah, his house. We, we, it was mom. cool. It was, it yeah. was cool to it do was, that. Was like, cool. Yeah. And it, it's good to do that with, uh, you know, your close, your close friends or people you're trying to get to know it. Get, when it takes that, it almost expedites, a relationship if it's a new relationship or it almost like uh sums it all up if you've been with uh been friends with somebody for so long and then you get to know their parents then it all kind of makes sense where yeah you know how that why they are That's the way they circle. are or you know exactly mm-hmm. and it, usually it could be not all positive you know sometimes it's uh you know you can't be hanging out with some people's parents because you know they're either not entertaining or, or boring or whatever but good, good thing when we hung out with Dylan, very entertaining night. My mom's good, so she's all she's all cool with uh, our friend. So, uh, yeah, so we'll enjoy the next that, couple days. That's a that's funny mm-hmm. you say that because obviously when I was younger, growing up, you know, in in my when I was a teenager, early twenties, whatnot. I I, I love my parents. Obviously, I've always loved my parents, but that relationship wasn't as strong as it is now. And now since I moved from the house and I've lived in Jacksonville and and lived here in Georgia, not on my own, but I haven't been living with my parents. I'm slowly starting to realize 
I, I mean, I have a good relationship with my dad. I have a great relationship with my mom, of course. Mm-hmm. But as time goes by, I'm starting to get a feeling I'm starting to act more like my parents. Yep. Is that's it, what happens. That I, because... I think that's a 30, that the, the 30, that when you hit 30, you start to, it's a thing. Is that, does that happen to yes. you? Like there was yeah, things that I would notice about my dad growing up and I'd be like, yo, why does he do yep. things that he does? Like, why is he like this? Why does he point little things out like that? Corny jokes. Like, he's got no, he's got no, no horse in this race. Like there's nothing about this that has to do with him. And he's over here pointing it out. And now like, I'll be when I was in Kentucky at a hotel, there was this light that was fucking bent. And I'm like, man, look at this fucking light here. Like it's bent. Why is this light bent? No one can come over here and like straighten out right? the light. Like, come on, man. This is a nice hotel. And you got over you got a bent light. And then I stopped. I'm like, yo, that's what my dad would say right now. <laughs> Why am I doing this right now? It's, it's like not... that. What is that? A progressive commercial? What's that uh insurance yeah, the commercial where it's like yeah, don't act like your parents and stuff? Like yeah, you're 20, 30 years old doing the same things that you watch your whole life. Yeah, man. And you always ridiculed uh, your parents for it, and you're doing the same exact things. It's a right. real thing. It's you don't even have to try to do it, just in you. You just don't know any better. Is is it just because you've always been around them and you grew up with them and you see them doing that, and now you yeah. just like subconsciously do it? Hundred percent. You, everybody you hang out with, obviously your parents aren't as influential at that time because you're yeah, anything they do is not cool. And then you project it later in life. You know, you when you hang out around somebody new, they start saying certain words, phrases, little inside jokes. You start talking like them and acting like them. Same thing, but with your parents or your family, you tend to do it later in life. And you're like, it takes a while to realize it. You don't realize it right away, and you're just like, damn. My dad used to say those same corny jokes. I can't believe I'm saying right. this now. Yeah, I realize I start acting like my dad now. Sometimes when I'm out and about, I'm like, and I met your nah. pops. That's not a bad. That's not a bad thing. He's no, nah, it's, not, it's dude, not a bad thing. Character. He's just he'd be out of pocket though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mad out of pocket. <laughs> I, I I can agree with that with my pops that I yeah. some of the oh, shit. I'm I love saying, your I'm pops like, though. Your pops is hilarious. How how yeah, long yeah. how long do you do you wait? For someone to meet your parents whether it be you know a woman that you're in a relationship with obviously you're married now but yeah of course or, or like a close back. friend that that you have obviously it's a little different for you because your, your parents you know live in a whole different state but yeah when, i think in before, the past before with, that. yeah i think in the past if uh if it was like a, a female you almost don't i've i've kind of done it all where it's like you kind of meet by accident like back in the day you know, living in uh, a two-story house, you try to sneak them in and go up to your room right away. And then it's like that awkward, like going up the stairs. Oh, they're in the kitchen. And then that's weird. You don't want that, but you also don't want the super no. formal sit down. And it's like a interview or, or a interrogation. You almost want a right. middle meeting where it's, you got limited time and it's a quick, small combo, small here and there, and then you hope that other people are around to distract yeah, all yeah. the variables that can happen. Because if you have a or sit down like, one on one, you don't know how it's gonna go. Kind of like if you're having a if you're having like a get together at your house, like for like a holiday, not not a special holiday when it should just like Christmas or Thanksgiving. That's intimate. Yeah, that's serious. Yeah, unless you've been with that person for a while or whatnot, maybe like I don't know some some fourth of july type thing or 
or like Labor I said, Day people type are party. around. There's there's you know, a lot exactly. of distractions. I think that's a in and out of conversations to... quickly. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I've been through. I've been through it all with that. And as far as friends, um, I think friends are more like right, like not right away, but when the time's right. Like, uh, you know, my mom loves uh, the people that I've met down here in South Florida, and she brings them up all the time. And I, you know, like, oh, how's this one? She kind of goes down the list anytime I see her and stuff like that. So. Uh, yeah, with friends, it's just as long as they know how to act right and be respectful, right. but also they're not going to show uh, up drunk or, or fucking. Yeah, I mean, knocker. Good thing I have, you know, parents that aren't uptight about things, so they're not going to like really. They'll judge, but they're not going to really judge to the point where it's like, I don't like this person because that one time they yeah they yeah, showed yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first time I think Vito came to New York, he's <laughs> chugging Captain Morgan out of a bottle in front of. My whole family back in New York and friends for my surprise 30th birthday. Oh, so man. at that point, it, it it didn't turn to a negative. It actually made him, you know, he was himself and it actually is a yeah. good joke now. And we could all talk about it. Obviously, I know your parents are a, a little nice. different, you know, more, right. more conservative than mine. So yeah. if I did that when I went over your crib to watch UFC, I think <laughs> that relationship's over. I can't go over your house anymore. Like your mom's not asking about me or, or, no, or even no. Karen. So I understand, but I would understand either way. I would understand yeah. my way, my side. And I would understand that. Cause it's like, yeah, you don't want to be acting a fool. Right? Yeah. I think, I think when you go, when you go to someone's house, you kind of have to, it, whoever whoever's house you're going to you, you want to have some kind of expectation set that person should should kind of let you know hey this is this is how my parents are up, give, you know yeah this is this is kind of how they are exactly scouting report watch the film watch the tape you know yeah. get right get together you know some preparation because you don't want your parents to to feel awkward and you don't want that person that you're bringing to, to feel awkward because if there's a lot of awkwardness and it's just recipe for disaster and that's the last yeah. thing you need, especially if it's the first time. Once it's like the third, fourth, fifth time, you know, people start opening up, they get more comfortable, then they can kind of get a little more intimate or whatnot. But yeah, those first few be times, yourself, but also be aware. It's yeah, kind of like exactly. my, my, my at least principle. Be yourself because right. you don't want to seem phony or weird or awkward, but also, you know, be aware of situations. I say this as I'm drinking you, beer on the podcast that my mom yeah. watches it occasionally. <laughs> She knows if you walk into if you walk into a you know different whether it's different cultures or you know you got yeah. different situations and you gotta just you know read and relate. That's when you don't wanna to go back to your other question, you don't want to invite a socially awkward person to come into your family environment, you know, where it's controlled and then that socially awkward person does not act. Um, yeah. I try to take pride, especially in, if your parents like, are Hispanic and loud ass Cuban. Yeah, you know? exactly. I think I, <laughs> I, I think I can only speak for myself in this. I think I could adapt to almost any type of either background or economic scale or or small yeah. gathering or big scale. It, de- it depends. Yeah. So it, uh, you got to be adaptable. Yeah. I think adaptable I think life. being, I think that you, that helps. You, you're very mm-hmm. good at that because of where you're where you were born, raised. In New York, which there's a lot of cultures in New York, and then you move to South Florida, kind of the same thing. A lot of cultures, a lot of similar, you know, different tax brackets in in both places. So you know, you you've had it all. You you've seen you've seen very very rich people, and you've seen not so rich people, and you've seen kind of poor people, and you've been able to kind of just get used to that, and that helps. Same thing with me, you know, shit, in South Florida. you know, you see Spanish people, you see Portuguese people, you see Haitian yeah. people, you see 
white people, people of all cultures. So I think that's that's a good thing, and it, it helps and it, a lot. And it does help in Florida, where there's like, um, you know, in general, you're walking into usually a party atmosphere. So if you walk in a party, you usually know where you're going to get in South Florida. You're going to get, you know, everybody's drinking, everybody's having a good time. Games are being played, right. usually outdoors, yeah. indoors. So you can kind of adapt way easier than if it was like a you know, more of an uptype of, uh, of feel, but it's up to that person that invites you to give you the scouting report. Hey, tell me what I need to know, what I don't need to know, what I should act. And then I'll hopefully adapt uh, accordingly. Um, mm -hmm. Appreciate everybody for, for locking in. We got a good amount of people into the lab. Uh, keep your comments, keep your topics, anything that we talk about right away. We're going to jump into some. Uh, yeah. All that football. helps. Yeah. Everyone that's watching, interacting with us, comments, all, all that helps. Keep yeah, the we're gonna jump into some sure. football because uh, we went down. We went from eight teams in the NFL playoffs to now down to four. We got the Detroit Lions taking on uh, the uh, San Francisco 49ers. 49ers, and then the, on the yeah. other side, we got the the Ravens and Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, were you watching the games? Were you locked, or were you working? Uh, so I was working, but I was able to catch some of the games. Um, I was able to catch the the Lions game. Bucks game, and then I watched most of the the Texans and Ravens game, and then I did I did watch the the Bills and Chiefs game at work on my phone. So I, I got you know I was I was able to to watch and get the gist of it all. Of I think I think it was all four four great games except I mean the Ravens and, and Texans game that was pretty much the the only blowout. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't watch the the 49ers and Packers game. Sorry, I, I missed. I missed that game. I, I knocked out Saturday when I got home from work. I didn't sleep. Yeah, all, all four night, games but... were were from a, a score. The difference was a score, except for the Ravens yeah. and Texans. They came yeah. out in the but the first half of that game were... was a little slow and close, but yeah. the Ravens came out. But other than yeah, the was... on on the field stuff, because uh, as uh, as a podcast for people that are new, we're not going to break down like the technicalities we're not trying to be ESPN and talk about uh you know the the Texas and why they lost why they lost yeah we're not trying to do that we're just trying to talk about stories of the game and stuff like that we'll we'll, we'll start off with the Ravens Texans obviously you got you know a young quarterback in CJ Shroud which I love and he's a fan favorite I think immediately and then Lamar Jackson yes we all are uh, yeah. especially here on the yeah. pod you got Lamar Jackson which he's uh you know I would love if out of the four teams or even when the playoffs started, I would love for the Baltimore Ravens to win. Uh, um, I don't, I don't hate the Ravens, but also love Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think he'll probably win the MVP. And he's from Broward. He's he he's born and raised Hopkins. three four miles Hopkins. west of where I live right now. But uh, yeah, that game was cool. That you know, I love that the Ravens won, take care of business. Now they got a home game against Kansas City. Any any storylines on that game? So, yeah, I was. Those that game, I, I was definitely rooting for the Ravens. I, I wanted the Ravens to win. I think they have a lot of South Florida ties. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Lamar Jackson. Been a fan of Lamar Jackson since he was at Louisville. Since he he crushed FSU. That was, I think that was his coming out party when he did what he did against FSU. And then the game with him and Deshaun Watson, Louisville versus Clemson. They were going back and forth. That that was a great game too. In college, he I, the biggest thing for me is I, I don't know how he was the last pick in that first round in that draft. Crazy. Thirty-one teams. I think even the Ravens had another first-round pick that year. I might be wrong, but I think they did. 
every team in the league passed on him at least once. Mm-hmm. And that just, you know, some, some players might look at that and be like, damn, like I was passed up on, like, what the fuck? Like, does no one care about me? Like, do they not know how good I can be? And with his personality think, on Shrum, I don't think he ever thought yeah, about that I, way. No. I think he, he definitely looked at it the other way. He's like, all right, well now, now I'm going to ball out. Like, I'm going to do my thing. And he, the the craziest thing to me is how people always have the oh he's not a quarterback he, he's a running back no motherfucker that dude has evolved his game like he's a great passer he does it too with not these granted he just got Zay Flowers Zay Flowers is, is a great receiver and also anyone that's in the NFL right now playing starting is a great player but yep. Lamar doesn't have that Tyreek Hill Jalen Waddle he doesn't have that Mike Evans he doesn't Never have, had you know, Stephon Diggs or, you know, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. He doesn't have those kind of, like, great receivers. Zay Flowers is a great receiver. Shard Bateman is probably a great receiver. His, ba- yeah, his yeah, best playmaker too. has always been his his tight end, Mark Andrews, who has been hurt, but now he should be coming back. And also, that team lost J.K. Dobbins week one. They're starting running back. And then they lost Keaton Mitchell a few weeks ago. He busted his knee. So what that team has been able to do with that defense and Harbaugh coaching them, I mean, I just, dude, it, it's very impressive. Like, they've been stout. They've been the best team all year in the AFC, possibly the league. Well, the league because they handled the Niners when they played in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I think it's their year, man. I, I wouldn't have been upset if Houston won. But when Mike and I were talking at the beginning of the week last week, I was like, I think it's Lamar's turn. I think it's it's his year. I, I love CJ Stroud. I love D'Amico Ryan's. I love what the Houston Texans are doing, but it's it's not their time yet. They're gonna have their time. They're gonna have their turn. Every team, when you build like how the Texans are building, every team has their has their chance, has their year, has you know that when they get to the AFC Championship, possibly the Super Bowl, they have that chance, but it's not there for them yet, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because they got a very young team. I mean, shit, they didn't have Tank Dell. Tank Dell got hurt. So they're going to come mm-hmm. back next year, and they're only going to be more more, more like uh, experienced. They got a taste. You know, they won a playoff game, which a lot of teams can't say. They got a taste of that, and they're like, damn, we like this shit. We want more of it. So let's let's turn it up. And I think it's only positive things for, for the Texans. But I, I do yeah, like and then, uh, week coming up. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I, I, I want to bring up that. Sorry, kind of I just get mad passionate about Lamar Jackson, man. No, I love I it because I want dude, you bro. to share something with um over the next topic. Um, well, the next game, which 49ers Packers, I was way closer. I think I had um a parlay of parlay Texans covering and then Packers and then Niners covering, and it was both 10 um lost both sides because Ravens covered, they beat one more, more than 10. And then the Niners, yeah. uh, it was a lot closer. Packers control that game. They had the lead until late. And uh, you know, the Niners just get it done. It doesn't matter in the playoffs, like how, how much you win by as long as you could, you know, win the game and move yeah. on. And that's what the Niners yeah. did. Uh, Jordan love another young quarterback that proven in the league and you got to love him too. And you know, the, you, you got some experience as a young quarterback and that's what you want you know but you never know you know joe burrow was somebody that was a top pick but right you know not hot at the right time and his team went to the super exactly. bowl and it'll uh, you know he got that experience and he'll be back there 
uh, again with that team and when he's healthy. Uh, but can you pull up the um, the logo for the the Super Bowl? If you could bring up maybe all yeah, the okay. logos for the last three or four, because this was trending, and I like topics like this because it's it goes uh, you know what you like to conspiracy talk a little bit and and kind of um, you know the logos are made. Obviously, I, I don't know how they're made, but they're made in a, probably in an AI system where they throw a couple colors in there. And over the last, I think, three or four Super Bowls, both colors of the uh, Super Bowl have been matching one side of the AFC and the other side of the NFC. And uh, I want you to pull that up so we can kind of look at maybe the previous ones. I know it's been uh, on Twitter, so probably pull that up pretty quick um and i'll just keep talking until then but yeah the saturday games were good um and then the sunday games obviously were you know lions who doesn't who doesn't root for the lions you know being at one point oh and 16 and battling back and they've they're the longest they're the, the longest drought they have never been to a super bowl and it's been 60 years or 50 years since they i mean that they've been in existence more than that but they've never been to one as long as the super era, a Super Bowl era has been, and they beat, they take care of the Buccaneers. Close game, but I think the Lions had control of that for uh, for most of it. And I, I never doubted the Lions winning. So, Ford's pulling up right now. What is it? The last three? Okay. So the last three, yeah. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear. You. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, this is the last yep. three Super Bowls. <laughs> I thought about this dumb theory every day for the last month, starting to get really concerned. So Super Bowl with the Rams and, and Bengals, like we were just talking about in LA. Yep. Colors gray or orange and, yep. orange and yellow. Mm-hmm. And Bengals and, and Rams went. And then last year's Super Bowl, green and red, Eagles and, and Steelers, which was a great game. Also, and then this year they got the red and know, purple. The purple, purple and red. So and these I mean, and these logos are made months ago or like probably yeah. a year ago, you know, they probably made and then they actually play them out. So it's not like they're waiting for the season start or things to develop. These are made months before we even know who the number one seeds are or who the hottest team is. Obviously, Niners number one seed, Ravens number one seed too. Right. But yeah, that's uh, hey, that's pretty cool. It's uh, you start the conspiracies. It's shaping up. It's shaping up to to look that way. I think I think that would. Evan Evan says, do you know who the coach who their coach was on the O and sixteen? Was it Patricia? Uh, Matt Patricia? Could be, yeah. Correct me I if I'm wrong, him, Evan. Him, I, him I think it might be ass. Patricia, though. Yeah, he's bad. He always had his ass. he always had a pencil in his ear, even though you can't write on a laminated piece of yeah. paper with with a pencil. He didn't do well then. Yeah, yeah, right. That's but, funny. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, those were the, the two best teams all year. And then, kind of going back to that to that Packers 49ers game, kind of the same thing, along the lines with that Ravens and. Texans game you know you, mm-hmm. ha- you have a you have a the Packers per se aren't really inexperienced in the playoffs because they go to the playoffs pretty often they just had Aaron Rodgers yeah they've been flipping that quarterback for the last you know. 30 years so but as far as quarterbacks go Jordan Love is inexperienced in the playoffs but he he turned it up in the last quarter of the season I think I think he has a bright future I think you you definitely want to build around that dude you know, get him some playmakers, even though he has some great playmakers already. But they'll, they'll be all right. I think they'll be all right. The 49ers are just too much. And playing in uh, Levi Stadium is, is no joke. No, that's no small feat. 
it, it's tough. You know, that, that 49er crowd, I'm sure there's a lot of faithful 49er faithful that have been there. Yeah. The stars showed out, you know, when you, when you go to, when you play in a game in a city like, you know, New York or Chicago or, or Dallas, especially a playoff game, you know, those big time cities, LA, San Fran, those, those stars are going to show out. Those people are going to show out and they're going to show them on the big screen and, and the players are going to get hype about it. And they're going to have, you know, another reason to, to play harder. Like when you see Jerry Rice, Steve Young, when you see those players on the sidelines that have won with that franchise, that, that turns you up gives, a little bit, you know, gives, even <laughs> if it gives you a little 1% boost. Right. Yeah. That's one more percent than the other team doesn't have, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I, it, it definitely helps, like you said. So maybe, maybe I think, the I think we, we've been blessed bit of that next year. Mute. Yep. <clears throat> uh, can't hear you now, but figure it out. Uh, until you figure that out, I can't hear you. Um, I just seen a stat that Pat Mahomes is 13 and one playoff record against all other quarterbacks, he's 0 and 2. So it was combined. He's never, since he's been a, a starting quarterback in the league, he's never not been to the AFC Championship, which is wild. I think it's five short years um, being a, a starting quarterback because he sat for two years. So it's insane. Three and one in the playoffs, not facing Tom Brady. Even if you combine that, 13 and three in the playoffs is is ridiculous. Obviously, there's been a lot of consistent uh, him and Kelsey, some of that offensive line, but there's been his weapons have come and gone running backs, wide receivers. He's, I think this is his least talented young, the, the least talented, but youngest at this moment, not saying what they can be in the future, uh, wide receiving core that he's had. Obviously Kelsey's a staple, but no, I think now I could hear you. Yeah. I'm, crazy. I'm, Pat Mahomes, huh? Yo, yeah. Mahomes is, is different. I, I think this, the chiefs, as long as they have, Mahomes and Andy Reid coming out. I think they're okay. I think yes. it's just like it, 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 it's Brady and Belichick all over again, just in a Chiefs uniform. I think as I, th- I think just the way that they they script their games. You know, I think I think the NFL the teams have their first fifteen to twenty plays like it's just scripted. Like yeah, they don't audible out of first it. quarter is usually set in stone, and then you adapt from there. Right. They don't they don't try and go away from it unless it's it's something wild, unless they see some crazy defense that they haven't seen or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the way they do it is is, is just I, I don't know, man. And they, they've had a carousel of running backs when they won the Super Bowl. They had Damian Williams at, at running back. They you know, now they got last last year they had I don't CD think he's eight. even in the league right now. No, he's I don't think so either. He right. might have been. He, I, he if he is, he's not. He's not doing yeah. it. He's not on anybody's fantasy team. <laughs> exactly. You know, and now they got you know Pacheco, who's a fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's electric. Dude, yeah, I love him, motherfucker. Right. So just the way they do those certain things is is very impressive. So, and their defense is top notch. Their defense is really good this year. So, yeah, I mean. I was very happy that Buffalo lost and they're out of here. But Buffalo, Buffalo was they they did their thing. They, you know they they had injuries on their defense. Uh, Tre'Davious White, Matt Milano, and whatnot. But I mean, Buffalo gonna Buffalo, man. The Bills are gonna Bills. Yep. And 
you can't you really can't script it any better than Bass missing that field goal wide right as 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 it was in their Super Bowl runs. You know, wide right a lot. But yeah. And you got to you got to feel for the Buffalo organization, obviously, in in Buffalo with the snow, and that's been the subject for two weeks. It snowed again. They it they they cleared out that stadium and made it very playable, and uh, it it was better than it was the week before. But for people who don't know, in the '80s, they they went to four straight Super Bowls to lose all four of them. Um, to uh, you know, the Giants won. I know uh, what were some of the teams I looked up? Dallas won twice against them. Giants, so Giants, Dallas won twice, and then there was another team in there that I forget. They've been they've they've been through the mud, and uh, just wasn't their year again. They got a lot of talent. They're just you know every once in a while you fall and have to play a dynasty, and and right now Lamar is trying to break that with the Kansas City Chiefs again versus the Ravens. So we'll see. I want you to pull up the video because obviously Taylor Swift is always at the helm of the of the Kansas City Chiefs videos, but this time. It was a newly retired, kind of retired, maybe retired, unretired uh, Jason Kelsey of the Philadelphia Eagles. He was the tailgating out with the Bills Mafia, taking a shot out of a a bowling ball pregame, which was awesome. I thought that was a cool vibe. Hey, he retired. Uh, do what you want. You know, he's got a podcast that's that's booming with him and his brother. And, and you know, get out there and live life. You you. you, you if he's retired or if he's not, he, he gets an opportunity to go be a fan and root for his brother. And obviously, if you pull up the video of him having a great time in the suite, that suite looked uh, looked popping uh, with all those all those celebrities and, and and family members in that suite watching the the Chiefs and Bills. A man was locked. I wonder how many beers. I, I hope it comes out on a podcast. How many beers he had? Go ahead, play that. That's that legendary. that suite was definitely star studded. Look at that. Look how many people are in there. Your are at capacity. What is that beer that's uh, – is that a Canadian beer? Because obviously Buffalo is close to Canada. What is it looks this? like a Bud Light. Is that? Bud Light Bush it's not a Bud Light. I forget what beer. Let me look it up. Bush Light maybe? So I could get it. But No, I don't think it's Bush. Hold on. Let me get it. Um, that, that right there, man. That right there. What you see, that is peak male physique right there, man. Hell yeah. yeah. You know, just, that looks like it could be you if you you let you let slip. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you let a couple, hey, no, couple not even, months hey, ago. That dude, hey, that man is strong, bro. It's uh, I think it's it. I think it's this beer right here. That is uh, a it's man called blue. Month. Let me pull this up because it's, it's not a Bud Light. It looks like one. It's uh, I think it's this right here. That blue. That blue. Light beer. It's a Canadian beer. Obviously, it's a Canadian pilsner. I think that's what it is. Obviously, Buffalo's close to Toronto and all those cities up in Canada. So I think they have those type of beers going around. Uh, but man, he was lit. He's living his best life. It obviously, he went super viral. It was trending for the entire game. It overtook almost the game. Uh, yeah, it's fun living life. I love that. Don't, don't unapologetic rooting for his brother, having a good time. Can't criticize anybody for doing that. Because we all we would all be doing that if if that was the case. I, lo- I love the the human aspect of the Kelseys. If you want to break down all the BS and and whatever, like he was he was out there living. I'm trying to find another video. It oh, when he funny. jumped out of the suite. Yeah, the big man jumping that, out of a suite. 
in Bill's territory too. So, and he, he and I see nothing but love though. That was cool about it. Yeah, Bill's fans are are not known as the most. They're not like Philly fans. They're passionate, but they're not disrespectful or anything. It was cool for him to jump out, and you didn't see anything disrespectful while he was tailgating with the the mafia when he jumped out of the suite. Nothing was said or thrown on him or anything like that. It was it was a vibe. Yeah, I got another video. He he uh he picked up a, a child. He picked up a girl, and had it was right here. Oh, that's pretty cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That girl is never gonna forget that moment in her life. That's awesome. You know? Got the police just in case somebody tries to try something. You're the best, Love it. The best. Love it. Yeah, see, that's okay. how you, that's how you gain respect. You yeah, you're rooting against their team and 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 you're on the Eagles who people hate you naturally as an NFL fan, but still. Show and love, and that's what you got to do. If you're gonna do what he did, you got to show love. You got to be a man of the people, and people forget, and they don't try to hate on you too much. So he he did it yeah. exactly how you're supposed to do it. And then there awesome. was another moment where where I forget who it was. Someone was like, "Yo, Jason," <laughs> she said, "Get your ass back in here." Talking about his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think the, her name was like Ke- Ke- Kelly or something Ke- like that. Kaylee, Kel- yeah, Kaylee, Kaylee, something Kaylee like that. They were like, "Yo, Kelly, yeah. Kaylee wants you back in the street." Like he hopped up right away. Yeah, I was like, be, I'm yeah. a, if my wife is calling me to come back, I gotta, I gotta chill. Like every man needs that like check of, all right, you do too much. You know, you had, right. you had at least an eighteen pack for the last couple hours. I think right, scale. right. Like, yeah, cool. yeah Kelsey, Jason Kelsey definitely looks like a dude that can demolish an 18 pack by himself oh. no problem and not not really feel it yeah so. he, he, yeah it was good he's probably holding a beer but he's probably you know i don't know if you went you know you got two options you could either go straight beer and demolish a 24 pack over the five hours or you can hold a beer so nobody knows what you're really you know sipping on you know on the on the back back end of that yeah i think and i think if it was up to him he would have loved to play against his brother in the super bowl again but of course being being there and, and rooting for him in enemy territory, two teams that have you know played each other in the playoffs a few times so the last three four years played each other in the mm-hmm. regular season and in games that actually mean something. I think you you can't go wrong with that man. That's that's something that neither of them are going to forget. That's that's a staple now for for them moving on. So, and if it was the other way way around, I'm sure Travis would be there probably a little bit more composed. But still rooting for his brother, you know. If, Hell yeah. Let's say the Chiefs were out of the playoffs, and you know the other way around. But they're bro, they're brothers. They're gonna show up for each other. So you gotta respect do, that, man. Hundred percent. Let's do some uh, quick predictions. Uh, this Sunday at three p.m., uh, I'm gonna be coming back from Tampa. I think what I'm gonna try to do is, I should be a little hungover on <laughs> Sunday from Royal Rumble. It'll be a long day, long night. Hopefully, uh, I'll be I'll be yeah. safe to drive uh, back from Tampa. It's about four four and a half hours. So if I get going at like eleven a.m., uh, I can make it for the three o'clock games. If I get ready at most likely noon, should catch the you know uh, back end of the first game. Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, 49ers, Real quick predictions of uh, who you got and who who's matching up in the Super Bowl for you. So, I mean, as far as that first game line. Uh... Chiefs Ravens. Mm-hmm. I like the Chiefs. I've always liked the Chiefs. When I say like, I don't mean I, I, I'm a fan or I root for them, but mm-hmm. I've rooted for them in, in the past Super Bowls that they played. 
I like Mahomes. I like Pacheco. I like Andy Reid. I got nothing against them. But I think it's time to get someone else in there as far as the AFC goes. I mean, Mahomes has been a starter for six years. They've been to the AFC Championship six years in a row. That's impressive yeah. already. Yeah. But Mahomes, that, that was Mahomes, the game on Sunday, that was his first playoff road game. This dude has never played a playoff road game. That was his first. Pretty well. You know, Ravens so, are favored by three and a half. Yeah, at the moment. which which really is only half a point because you know the the home team yeah, always course. gets that three point. So three is point, it uh, is it you want Ravens, but you wouldn't obviously wouldn't be. Surprised, I wouldn't be upset. Kinda, I wouldn't be yeah. upset. No, definitely not because when it's the Chiefs, man, the Chiefs usually have the refs on their side. I hate to say it, but that's just what we've seen the last few years with, with Mahomes. Anytime Mahomes, you know, goes like this, points out a ref or whatnot, you normally see a flag cl- coming in on the yeah. side of the camera. But I want the Ravens, man. I think the Ravens win. I think I think it'll be a close game. Yep. And, and what do you got for the I, next game? Man, Lions that's tough. Lions 49ers at 630. Niners are favored by seven right now by a touchdown. That's a lot. That's that's a big spread, man. That's a big spread. Even though it is in San Fran, I think that's still a big spread. Uh, Detroit's defense, their you know their secondary isn't that great. So I think I think Debo, if he's healthy, I know he was hurt, but I think Ayuk uh, and and CMC and, and Kittle in the passing game are are going to play a factor. It, for the Lions to win, I think Goff has to play mistake free football. He can't have a turnover. They they can't turn the ball over. That, that's going to be huge. I think whoever has the least amount of turnovers wins that game, but I definitely want to see the Lions win. I want to see I want to see Baltimore. I want to see Detroit or Detroit in, in that Super Bowl. I think that that would be a good Super Bowl for for the NFL. That would be a good Super Bowl for the fans and to you know Baltimore has been in it the past few years, but for Detroit, for the city of Detroit, I mean we've already seen how the city of Detroit has shown up for the last two playoff wins. If Detroit gets to the Super Bowl, that city. It's going to be so great for them, man. Something that a lot of people, a lot, Baltimore a lot, and Detroit, are, are are other cities that you, you know, yeah. they've been through a lot. You know, uh, they yeah. uh, similar demographic, uh, similar kind of. Right. They called it the fentanyl ball. Scale. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, shit. That, that's a shit. Yeah, I think yeah. I could agree with you with the Chiefs and Ravens. Uh, as a fan, I want the Ravens to win. Uh, I've obviously, I we've seen the Chiefs enough where I don't, I don't. You know, if I'm rooting for a game like that, I'm going to root for the Ravens. I, I wouldn't be surprised any of those two teams come out on any one of those come out on top. But uh, 49ers um, are exciting with the weapons they have. A great defense. Uh, they've also been in. You know, they've had multiple quarterbacks in the last five, ten years make it to the the conference championship, make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to see a, a Lions Ravens. Super Bowl, I think it would be new, fresh. Uh, you get two city, uh, you get the lines that have never been in a Super Bowl. I think you you got the narrative with that. I think uh, America yeah. would be behind naturally the Lions, and that's what you want. You know, if I'm thinking business wise, NFL, you want at least one of those teams to be a passionate team, and then you get one of those like favorites, and then you you see what it is. I think those are the best yeah. Super Bowls you get. Because we already we already had Chiefs, we had Chiefs and Forty ers in Miami. Chiefs won. You know, it was it was a good game. Garoppolo was was their QB. I think Purdy 
I think Purdy manages that offense a little bit better than than Garoppolo did. Mm-hmm. So we saw that already. And then okay. I just I don't know. I I really would love to see Lions and Baltimore in the Super Bowl. I think that that would be that would be exciting, man. I, just be. all around great playmakers. You can't. I mean, when, when it comes to when it comes to these last two games, you you really have. Even though the, these four teams may not have had the best record in the season, usually the NFL gets it right in the in the championship games. It's it's really the best four teams yeah. that are, are left standing. So, like I always say, hopefully the hopefully it's not a, a one play type situation where you get these you know four teams that are, are playing at a high level and hopefully the refs don't decide anything. Hopefully, it's yeah, not you too don't many want close that. calls. That's what upsets me, and that, I, I thought that was going to happen a couple times with the the Chiefs um, Chiefs Bills game where there was a couple calls and it was like ah, I hope this doesn't decide the game. Because it, it takes away, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're watching highlights, and all they're talking about is the missed call or the, the big one play, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Hopefully, both games that I like they're doing like they're doing today with with digs with digs catch. You know that was a yeah. great throw by Josh Allen. You know, like a historic throw if it would have been completed, yeah. but he bombed that bitch. But it's inevitable it's though. These games, how, how how yeah, exactly how intense these games are. It will come down. Something will happen, whether it's referee or a fumble or uh, a yard or an inch, and it, it always happens. Yeah. But you just root for good games, and uh, I'm excited for you know uh, conference champion uh, Sunday. So for me personally, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna be able to this week's gonna be great for me. I'm gonna be able to still hang out with my mom, celebrate her birthday, obviously. Uh, go to uh, you know wrestling. Have a great weekend from Friday to Sunday with that. Come back for uh, a nice uh, NFL Sunday. It's I'm excited about this week. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, next week, hopefully, we got some good content that we could talk to you guys about. But um, obviously, Absolutely. second half of this episode 109. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, or watching us live or watching us on YouTube, listening in your car, um, you know we'll take it to the second half now. Um, one thing I did want to pull up as far, and we'll get into UFC in a bit, because I, I know you talked to me about that you didn't really lock into that so much. Uh, a couple uh, sport-related topics was uh, pull up the video of, you know, we love Caitlin Clark. We think she's one of the most all-time uh, uh, hoopers on the women's side of NCAA. There's been things that she's making more money in uh, NIL deals and and all that than she would make in the WNBA. And that's a fact, uh, you know, with the freedom and, 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 you know, in America, what you could make money and take advantage now in, in college hoops and, and college football. But uh, she, she's a little flop, a little, a little floppy, a little, I mean, some people said a fan ran into her. If you watch the tape, we're showing it now on YouTube before we'll get the, you, you decide for yourself if who, who ran into who? And if it's legit, it's a lot of controversy. Hey, she ran into the fan, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she's looking up. Fan has a phone in her hand. She's excited. If you're running, you know, straight, she's running on an angle. She's not, yeah, you, you run into the fans. And then she, like, kind of, like, flopped a little bit. And then she had a press conference about the safety and stuff. And I agree. I, I'll always be a proponent. Um, storming the field from a a TV aspect and excitement. If you're watching the game, it's always fun. I, I don't even know how storm in the field or the court is still a thing. 
I think it, if you talk about safety and all that, that's a no brainer on that side. As a viewer, it's always exciting. If I'm not there, I don't care. Storm the field, have fun, big games. I think storm the court goes a little extra with big games. You know, it doesn't even have to be, it could be game two of the season. People storm in the field and storm the court, which I think it should be reserved for big, big moments. But they made a bigger deal out of it than it, it should have been. What do you think? There's another angle. She definitely pushes her. She sees her the whole time. Whole time. From that three-point line, yeah. she sees her the Shorty's whole time. has got like, her like phone up nowhere. like this. She's not, she's not like really looking. Yeah. And the fans she, doing you know, what does. the fans doing. The fans doing exactly what the all hundred people on the court are already doing. Running with their fan, running with their phone, obviously. Like I said, if you're talking safety, the, the storm in the court, storm in the fields, uh, something serious will happen. Uh, right. Eventually, things have happened, but you're taking a risk. I love it as a fan, like I said. Uh, but yeah, uh, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin Clark, you took an L on that one. You're my girl, but took an L on that one. Come on, sack up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's only going to be positive for her. You know, yeah, there might be people oh, going yeah. on social media right now saying that she's being talked about, saying that she's doing women's this, sports. You're being talked talking about. about her, exactly. So she's a hooper. Yeah, I've I've never personally been to a game or, or anything like that. Yeah, I haven't been to a college game, the, basketball game, or the, um, I've been to college football. Where the field or the, the court field. has been stormed. I, I've always would have loved to be there for that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I can see how it happens. There's only so much security. There's only so much police officers that they can have at an event. Everybody. And when you have hundreds of drunk college teenagers running at you – you're just going to take an L on that. And you're just going to be like, yeah, go ahead and, and run on the field. I'm not going to stop you. And that's probably what the fans are thinking too. Yo, if if 100 of us run on the field at the same time, they can't arrest all of us. They can't stop all they of can't, us. They can't, yeah. Though, Once, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? But All it takes is a I mean, bad situation to happen, and you don't want to – yeah. you almost want to make a law or a rule before something bad happens, but that's going to – it seems like – NCAA or however security goes, it's going to take something really bad to happen for it to be like, all right, moving forward, this can't happen. Yeah. And I think that kind of stuff, I mean, yeah, you know, they're playing against Iowa, Caitlin Clark. She's, she's a phenom. She, she's the, the most hyped up woman's player in, in a long time, but it's a regular season game. It, it, it's not. Yeah. It's not a March Madness game. It's like not, every time they lose, you're gonna see Storm in the court because they're yeah, exactly. Know, they're, they're most so hyped. I think it gets saturated after a while. I think it should, especially with college basketball. There's so many games in, in the season. I think it should be left for. And granted, it sucks because the playoff games or the tournament games aren't gonna be in the team's home home court or whatnot. But that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just. It doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, football is a little bit different because, you know, you're playing your rival, maybe a team, if your rival's ranked in the or top a five. huge upset over And you have a Alabama. huge upset. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, save it for that. They tear down the goalposts, all that kind of shit. But Wild. Yeah, I think it just needs to be reserved for, for bigger games or mm-hmm. – just so you're not going to tell a bunch of college kids. kids. No, of course not. Reserved. Absolutely you not. Either gotta, yeah. You got to set the parameters in a way or yeah. or it's just going to continue to happen. And it's funny because this topic has been talked about for like the last decade. But now you're looking at college kids were college kids. But now with the NIL deals, they're worth millions. 
more than they were before getting drafted, whether it's male or female. They're worth a lot more a lot more money than they used to be at this moment than they were playing in college. So uh, another topic I wanted to see was uh, similar, like Ronnie getting, you don't have to pull up a video or anything. There is a video, a funny video, him getting heckled. Obviously, Bronny playing for USC, uh, mm-hmm. doing his thing. You know, he had a heart condition that he's battling back from. I think eventually because <laughs> be of the vaccine. <laughs> Allegedly, he's not somebody that's going to get drafted after year one or two. But I think if he plays three or four years, he can build himself up to be a, a nice prospect. And we'll see where his career goes. But he's already getting heckled. LeBron's showing up to his games, which um, credit to him. He's a father trying to watch his son hoop. But uh, you know, me and you could agree that uh, less attention could be put on Bronny if LeBron's not showing up and, and, and causing a, a, a yeah, a, what, what a was they, you know what I mean? They were chanting overrated. Yeah. Overrated, which you're going to get. Yeah. I mean, there's been, yeah, there's been hookers any out big there. Time like, college players is going to get that, you know, I remember JJ Redick used to get it all the time. I, I, when I started time. watching hoops, yeah. JJ Redick was probably getting way worse and will get, had gotten worse yeah. than what Bronny's getting. And JJ Reddick was a hooper. He he was playing for Duke. He's a white guy. So that's always uh, you know, if you're a hooper on Duke and you're a white guy, you're just asking for it. And and you know, I think he got a lot of criticism, but he did well not only in college, one of the best uh college players of all time, but also in the NBA, uh very consistent, had a great career. Yeah, I think JJ Reddick like, got a lot of it. I mean he got a lot of it. White. You remember of Marshall course. Henderson? Oh Miss lanky white boy shooter no i don't used to i don't pull up uh, jimmer for probably got a lot of it playing jimmer at byu, BYU you know yeah, yeah and I, I you're gonna get it it comes though. with the territory of being a, a you but, know a, 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 a son of one of the best of all time you're gonna get underrated. but i think even if he scores 40 the opponent the opponent's still gonna say underrated like it don't yeah. matter but i think i think it's it's different though because with with brawny it's not self-inflicted it's not his fault and it sucks yeah. for him because he's not coming out and, and lighting uh putting gas on the i'm fire sure he's staying low-key he he'll never come out and say it he won't just because lebron's pr team and the way lebron does things and the way that lebron just goes about every day about people that talk about him lebronny's never going to come out and say damn i wish my dad would shut the fuck up i wish my dad wouldn't be saying all these things. I wish my dad wouldn't go about things like this. Like Bronny's never going to say that because of everything I just said, but I think deep down inside Bronny just wants to hoop and Bronny just wants to be a regular fucking kid. And he can't have that because of who his father is. And that kind of sucks for him because he's always going to be looked at as LeBron James's son. He's not going to be looked at as LeBron James Jr. or or Bronny James as, as his own person. Everywhere he goes, every team he goes to, every whatever, he's always going to be LeBron's son. He's not going to be his own person. Even not, Lonzo Ball you know, got that with with the yeah. LeVar Ball hyping and, it up. He got LeVar a lot of Ball, stuff in same college. Thing. And then LeVar when he Ball drafted, was just he, insane. Yeah. Bro, and, and Grant, Grant and LeVar Ball like, were played in the NBA. So it's, it's, it's yeah. there's, you know, there, there's levels to this shit, but yeah. I think with LeBron saying, oh, I want to play with Bronny. That's my dream. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, LeBron's in an Let interview. Let him live. Let him, saying, yeah. like, yo, stop talking to me. I'm trying to watch my son play. No, bro. Like, 
you can yeah. watch you can watch your son play at another time like you're a professional yeah. you have to answer these questions you have to do certain things you can't just be like oh i'm not I, i'm not really gonna i'm gonna answer your question but it's gonna be half-assed because i'm paying attention to something else like yeah yeah i get that's your son and i get everything and it looks cool and it looks it looks awesome on bleacher report and everyone's gonna share it should i sh- i shared a, a story on our page you know lebron saying oh i gotta go watch my son i gotta go watch Bronny, like la dad you know that's that's cool and all but you got to kind of tone it down a little bit because it comes a point where you're doing more harm than good. Yeah. You got to know he's like never going to live up to the hype. Yeah. Ronnie's never going to live up to what you're expecting of him because of who you are already. <laughs> like yeah. people are expecting Ronnie to be just like you and we're never going to have another LeBron James and yeah. there's nothing wrong with don't that. Don't put more, but don't put more attention. Yeah. Don't him add more pressure as on him. is, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, For he's, sure. he's and LeBron's still, never been that. We talk about it all the time. LeBron's always yeah, going to be about He makes everything him, about himself. When, it's annoying. Yeah, and we're over here talking about it and, and, and it sucks for Bronny. It sucks for Bryce, you know, because. Bryce is fuck. a hooper. We were talking about Bryce it the other day. Bryce is the one. Bryce is the one. I think Bryce is the one, and he's not talking a lot about Obviously, Bronny's the first, and he has his name, and that's Bryce why he knows his Bronny and not LeBron. But, man, Bryce, yeah. and, uh, I think Bryce, right Bryce now is the I'm, one. Not a, I'm not an expert, but watching yeah. film of both, yeah. he's first of all, he's taller, so that helps as far as, right. um, you know, flexibility uh, position-wise. Yeah. But, yeah, Bryce is low-key, like, if I'm Bryce, I'm happy. Yeah. Bronny's getting all the attention. Let it yeah. go on him. But I'm just gonna slip through. I'm gonna go mm-hmm. to a college and, and I'm gonna hoop. And yeah. uh, I think Bronny, I think uh, Bryce is and, is and is gonna be. I don't better. even honestly. I don't even know if Bronny really even wanted to go to USC. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not I'm not talking yeah, to him. I don't we don't know. We don't have sources. Him, you know, but sources. Bronny, he had offers from everywhere. He he didn't yeah. have. To, he didn't have to be this. He is a great player. He's a great basketball player. Don't get me wrong. But when you're LeBron James's son, like colleges are just going to offer you something, just offer it from you because they know all the hype and publicity and, and, and money yep. they're going to get because of where you come from, you know, and he's still getting acclimated, bro. He just, he, he just had a heart condition dog. Like he didn't play the first few games. He's still getting used to his team. He's getting used to college level play. It's all different from him, bro, and and he has to get used to it, and it sucks because no one's going to give him a chance to because they expect him to be this great player, and it sucks, bro. It really sucks. Yeah. And it's not his fault, his... dude. It's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. It's the worst part. But I think, I, think, I think being his son for so long like, – it, it sounds crazy, being his son for so long, but like being right. in the limelight, being his son for so long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously his first kid and – and having him at a young age, um, it'll build right. character, it'll build him strong. So I, I, I don't, I don't root against him. I'm not, I'm not a hater. I'm a hater a little bit. I'm not a hater enough where I would love to see Bronny hoop in the NBA. That'd be fire to watch. To yeah, know that I watched uh, when I was 12 years old, 11 years old, LeBron James come in and, and be yeah. able to, you know, in 20 years, 25 years within that range to watch his son. That'd be sick. And maybe Bryce. But um, yeah, don't don't put it. You know, he already has pressure being yeah. your son. Bron has just put so it. much added pressure, yeah, on him. Yeah, man. don't it's do it. And like I said, we're speaking as fans. We're not speaking as they're gonna. Bron's gonna do whatever yeah, we, we want. We don't we have, just have a take on it. Yeah, we have no credentials. We're just saying <laughs> our take. If you think differently, please let us know. But um, as we wrap this up, I, I did want to get into a little bit of uh, UFC 297 in Canada. Uh, the 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 card was stacked as far as Canadians. 
I didn't watch the whole card. Mm-hmm. We had a party going on. We had a lot of things going nice. on. We had uh, football. So I was kind of like watching some of the um, the main card prelims, stuff like that. Uh, as much as you did watch, or if you didn't watch highlights, uh, you know, Strickland and how do you say buddy's name? Drickus Duplessis. Yeah, I, I don't know too much about him, but uh, from what you've seen, gathered, watched, uh, overall, I'll, I'll put my spin because you're going to talk more. Uh, Strickland, I was like, man, when you're defending a title, your first time, you need to fucking, yeah, winning the title is going to be special, especially when you, you beat somebody like Adesanya for it. And, yeah. and that's going to carry you some, but your first title defense has to be equally as electric and overall not, it wasn't but not obviously better not better I've, and then looking at the tape i do have a different spin on it as far as strikes and and i think i seen a, a picture today of the strike ratio where and then the bloody face of of dude and i just want to see your your take on it real quick yeah so i i unfortunately I, I missed i missed that card i didn't watch too much of it just because i i, I didn't sleep well on friday night and i i worked saturday I got home and I just I just knocked out, bro. I kept like falling asleep for like two, three hours and then I wake up again. And before I knew it, I woke up and it was like two, three AM and Stream East was like, Oh, you're the, the stream has ended. I'm like, fuck, I missed the card, man. <laughs> like, damn it. You know, but I'm gonna have to go back and, and watch that fight just because I've seen a lot of the it, it doesn't when when there's a lot of differences of opinions on social media. And granted, MMA Twitter is is always differences of opinions, but with this fight, it's been kind of very different. So I, I have to go back and and watch that and watch that fight just because of how they looked after. Both these dudes looked yeah. beat the fuck up, and that's what that's what took me back a little bit was watching one person's face, and obviously Strickland with bloody because of a headbutt. You take out the headbutt, yeah. it doesn't look that bad when you're watching the fight um because i wasn't paying attention enough to realize it was a headbutt during but then you watch buddy at the uh the post game and i'm like that's as worse as you could see somebody's face and be like damn motherfucker was giving blows to the head non-stop so i'm definitely gonna go back i think espn plus does a great job getting these fights uploaded the very next week so maybe i think uh, it didn't help week, I'll re-watch it. it didn't help sean strickland how out of, out of pocket he was saying super controversial some of the things which is great which is Canada great. embraced him of- though I I will give credit to Canada they they embraced him he said some controversial stuff and I thought on Twitter he'd get a lot more criticism but I've seen a lot of people free actually before we even go into what you were gonna say pull up the Dana uh, um, Dana White I thought oh yeah yeah I what got Dana you. White said to the reporter about freedom of speech. Like I said, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the fight, but it's all about the things that come with the fight after pre with uh, uh, sporting events that we like to talk about. That Dana White, yeah, and I so, said it to you, and go ahead. So leading up to it, um, Sean Strickland said some things about a reporter, and he was saying, you know, not really anti-homophobia or anti-transgenderism, none of that stuff. He was just – he's always been a dude that just has – you know, American dream type morals. And he he's a man's man. And he went through a lot of shit in his life growing up, which has made him who he is and built him to the kind of person he is now. And he just has a different outlook on life. And he's not with that woke shit. 
and the UFC embraces that. The Dana White embraces that as as the CEO of the UFC, and I think that's great. I think that companies should embrace that. I think companies should let people say what they want to say and not worry about if one percent or two percent of their employers or or not even one percent or or whatever less than half, less than twenty five percent of a people feel about what that other person is saying. I think you should be able to say whatever you want to say. And it doesn't matter if someone else gets offended, as long as you're not threatening someone, you know, there's freedom of speech everywhere. You can't yell fire in a movie theater. Everyone knows that you can't yell bomb in a fucking airport. Everyone knows that. So there's limits. Everything else is free game. Let somebody be themselves. You you should be able to say what you want to say. And the USC is all for that. And I love that. And like you were saying, they won't promote it. They won't promote it as if like, Look at this guy. Look, but yeah, and then we'll let Dana White take take the rest because I think he yeah. says it. I love how he I think did it. Every bro. president of a company should lead there. Obviously, it's not realistic. I think every company should be led with this mentality. God, play about like you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about you know what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia, like, is there... I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you... A leash? I'm st- I love like that. I love that. You control when... what people say? Going to tell people what to believe? Going to tell people? I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What is your question? I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, probably a good idea. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I love this, bro. Give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. If about like you, obviously the way leash. the way of, and we've talked about this many times. And I, I think as I get older, freedom of speech is big because we see where companies now dictate because they pay somebody a lot of money. They try to dictate everything they say and their values. And, and we live in America, which is uh, the best country in the world, uh, the best place ever been born, raised in and, 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 and be yourself. We live in a country or a world now that uh, we've given too much to, to, to companies and, and maybe who pays you as, you, if you if you, if we pay you small big whatever this is what we represent and this is what you should represent and uh that's that's crazy you know people that came over my house there's 20 people here at one point probably we all have different beliefs we all have conversations different dialogue about uh whether it's political and we all come from different cultures religions different states cities we're all not going to agree i think we all know that and i i take pride in people that come to my house that I don't want people to believe in everything I believe. I don't want to be friends with people that I believe that have the exact same ideology, religion, culture. I want, I want to learn. And guess what? If I don't agree and there's times where we've talked that I thought you were a little too extra, maybe I'm too extra when it comes to things and it's okay. We we're still friends. We can walk through, we can talk about it. I'm not going to try to change your opinion because you're a grown ass person and I am too. And I love that ideology of, First of all, I'm not going to tell somebody uh, how to think, what to act like. Yes, there might be a conversation. Be like, hey, scale that back a little bit. Hey, maybe you were too, whatever. And and he's going to have the consequences. Sean Strickland, he's, he's been on podcasts and, and things that I've watched. But you can't control it. And I love that direct to the point. Uh, Dana White handles that as well as you can. He's not being combative. 
combative towards a reporter. He's not insulting the reporter back. He's being direct and as simple as he can is I'm not going to tell another person, especially a grown person, what to think, how to think, how to speak. They're their own person. You don't like it. That's cool. That's fine. Root against them. Bet against them. That's fine. Same thing in, in, in life. If you don't like the way somebody speaks, you don't like, you don't have to engage. You don't have to watch that show, that, that movie. You don't have to do a smear campaign uh, and make your life and your whole personality about canceling somebody. Just keep it moving and find something you like. Stop being about the negative. And I think in our society, we're so focused on let's get this person's life ruined because of the way they think. In time, most of the time, if it is too strong or if it is quote unquote wrong, that person will eventually realize by loved ones and stuff. And if they don't, it's okay. So then root against them. And then you're the biggest strong uh, Sean Strickland uh, hater in the world. And you root against them. And guess what? He lost. You celebrate that. Boom. The guy that said X, Y, and Z, I want him to lose. He lost. Ha ha. That's how you get back at him. He, He still deserves a place in this world saying what he wants. Is it right? I'm not saying I agree with him. But also, I love the fact that he could speak his his mind and getting to know and let me decide whether I like something or dislike something, you know? Yeah. So just for just for context, I found, you know, a video of kind of what what this was about. I'm going to share. It's only a little over a minute. There, there are some that are a little bit longer, but this is this is just a clip from it. Let me ask you something. Are you are you a gay man? I'm an ally of the community. Okay. If you had a son and he was like, you know, you had a son, he was gay. You'd be like, oh man, you don't, you don't want a grandkid. No oh man. Well, dude, you're a weak fucking man, dude. You're like, you're part of the fucking problem. You elected Justin Trudeau. Like with you fucking, when he sees the bank accounts, like you're just fucking pathetic. And, and the fact that the fact that you have no fucking backbone and, and as he shut down your fucking country and sees bank accounts, you ask him some stupid shit like that. Go fuck yourself. Move the fuck on. Really 10 years ago to be trans was a what a mental fucking illness and now all of a sudden people like you have fucking weaseled your way in the world you are you are an infection you are the definition of weakness everything that is wrong with the world is because of fucking you and the best thing is is the world's not buying it the world's not buying your fucking bullshit you're fucking peddling the world is not saying you know what you're right fucking Chicks have dicks. The world's not saying that. The world's saying, no, there are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fuck in school. I don't want my kids being taught about, who, you know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is the fucking enemy. Uh, you want to look at the fucking enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there asking these stupid fucking questions. Okay. That was maybe a little out of pocket. You know, he directed a lot yeah, very of very strong, and I don't agree with everything you know, he said, but I still like course, the fact that he has a platform to be able to say it. Yeah, yeah, and and I wouldn't have a problem if someone was up there saying the exact opposite of Sean Strickland of what he just said. That's exactly that's what people are allowed to do. That's what you know the you know the U.S. fought for and and what we should do as as people and and, and he's on a, and, a, and UFC's on a platform of ESPN worldwide which is completely yeah. the polar yeah. opposite against, of what he just against said all that yeah so yeah, we'll see how there, this there works was, out money wise and company some, wise partnership yeah. yeah there were some points that he made you know about you know Canada doing some things during covid seizing bank accounts and shutting down the country and and stuff like that whatnot but 
you know, when he attacks his character saying he's a weak man, he, he doesn't know him. You know, he doesn't know that dude personally. Yeah, he doesn't know what he does. Sure. You know, I a little strong. That. But that 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 is that is who Sean Strickland is. That's how he's had to be his life. You you're know, dealing with fighters, brother. And, you're not dealing yeah, with a nun. Exactly. Or you're not dealing with yeah. somebody that, that you're dealing right. with a straight fighter Warriors. that literally locks yeah. himself in an octagon for 30 minutes. And his role is only to destroy and make this person against him unconscious. We yeah, can't, the me and you can't even him. lock into that mentality. No, absolutely and then not. What you said earlier was his mentality of how he was brought up, and and the and the and the. Usually these guys are at um, uh, Catholic private school people, like I was at one point, and and then law abiding citizens. Usually these guys have a lot, and women too. Let's yeah. be honest where they had a lot of struggles and trials and tribulations growing up. And they aren't right. the, the, the people that you might look up to in, in a certain way, but you can look up to their mentality and, and the way they fight every day and the way they train and the way they hustle and to, to, to make, make them as if they, they should be the people that have the right quotes and say everything right. That mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're the fool. You're the, you're the idiot. And that's, I think what he was trying to get across was, Hey, I'm going to be me. I'm going to say what I want. And, Right, Dana White did say he that reporter did bait him. You asked Strong Strickland a question, you know what the answer is going. You're looking, you're looking, you you want to clickbait. You want something to write. You want something on on your on your video. He asked that question fully knowing what that response. He knows what's going to come. He knows what's going to what Sean Strickland is going to say. And I think that's, you know, I'm speaking just saying in in a perfect world, I feel like all athletes should say what's on their mind, but a lot of athletes aren't going to say what's on their mind because of a lot of money behind the scenes, bro. A lot of money behind. And I get it. I get both sides. I think that's one of the best things about, about the UFC that they let their fighters, they let, you know, their employees say what they want to say. And like I said, someone could say the exact opposite of what I believe and what I think and how I was raised. And I'm not going to go out there and, yeah, I might be like, oh, this person says something. Okay, cool. I don't believe it. Whoever they're fighting, whoop their ass. That's it, whoop bro. But I'm not yeah. going go, to go on a against them and, and be like, oh, this person's wrong. This person shouldn't be doing this. Like, cut this person from the USC. You know, whatever the case may be. But also, at the end of the day, they're trying to sell fights, too. And what sucks for Sean Strickland is his last two fights have been not in the U.S. He fought in yeah. Australia. You know, for when he Where's was a belt and he just fought in Canada. Shit, I don't fucking know. I mean, I'm I don't sure know. I it's funny because I think quick. he mentioned on Rogan. Let me look that up real quick. I got you. I got to see right what here. state he's from because that does help. He is. Oh, from... he's from. Cal- he was born in Anaheim. He was born wow, in California. Okay, major city in California, you know? which now yeah. is is very liberal and very on the opposite side of what he's talking. He was born right. there. I don't know where he was raised or, but like I said, he like you said, he's. He went through a lot of stuff uh, in his life. And if you yeah, want to educate up in yourself, Corona, if, you California. Wanna, if you want to be somebody that goes, you know what? I'm not going to judge this person right away. Look up. Uh, he's on Joe Rogan where he talks about his past. He, had, he had a good episode with Theo Vaughn. Yeah, I got to watch it. I got to watch it. He kind of Go ahead down and educate and, yourself you know, and then come to the yeah. conclusion whether you yeah. dislike somebody and maybe See, understand that's, that's them a the little thing. bit more. That's the thing. People are going to say all this kind of stuff and people are going to believe what they want to believe, but they're not going to take the time out of their day to go back and learn about what this person has been through and why they're saying the things that they're saying. And that's, that's when, that's what pisses me off. Like if someone, if I'm having a conversation with someone, I can kind of very quickly 
decipher if they really know what they're talking about or if they're just following an agenda based off what they see on social media and the current trends mm-hmm. and what people are feeding them. Not, oh, hey, okay, this person is is backing their conversation based of actual facts, based off stuff that they've learned, not just someone that's spewing shit, you know? I'm going to respect someone more when they're taking... Even even if we have a difference of opinions, there's not a problem with that. And we've spoken about this. That art is gone. That art is done. There's no. It's there's coming no back though anymore. I think it after is, this event is. with him, Dana, UFC, and I've seen a lot of things happening recently on Twitter, and you and it's kind of scaling back. Obviously, with COVID and BLM and all that. Like, I'm not taking a side. Not saying right or wrong. It was a lot of one way of it, and everybody was getting behind it. And then now I think it's yeah. scaling back to normalcy, and I I think somewhere in the medium we could all relate and we could all agree that it shouldn't be one way or the other way. It should kind of fluctuate in that, that middle 25 35%. Um, and I think it's scaling back to that little by little. And that's good because open conversation, open dialogue, let's not ruin somebody because they said one thing wrong or one conversation. Let's bring it up, but you know, uh, there's a lot of variables: social media, media in general, uh, political agendas, social agendas. Yeah. So, so very convoluted. Yeah, I think the best thing that's happened to our society in, in the past year, year and a half was was Elon Musk buying Twitter and and doing what what yep. he's done. I think I think that's done a lot for the culture and a lot for. For what's what's happening in the in the past three four years, based on what we have going on, because yep. election time's coming, there's going to be a lot of things that are being fed to you on social media, on on TV, on the news, on oh, it just know, started uh, up, brother. Yeah. You got ten Everything. months yeah. now. Here we go. Yeah. Things are going to change. So, so a lot of things are going to be fed to you in the next few months. That is yeah. just propaganda. Is is whatever and. And you really have to do your own research and we're big advocates of that. And you really have to fucking, you know, believe what you want to believe and really fucking buckle down, you know, but we're going to have a guest that's a lot more knowledgeable about that, that she's down to talk about it. We've already locked it in. We've talked to her. She said she's down to come back on, but yeah, it's, it's going to suck. And I was talking to Mike about this the last few weeks and I was like, dude, like, I don't know how as a country, and people that have watched the pod for the last 100 episodes kind of know where I stand on certain things. And this is just me saying what I believe and what I think is right. I don't think as a country we can see what's happened and how we've gone the last three to four years and how not just myself, but a lot of other people have been affected by certain things that our administration has done and a lot of states that are Democrat or blue states, how they're being affected. And anyone that isn't easily influenced or anyone that has their own conscience or anyone that has their own brain and isn't easily influenced by others can be like, yeah, I want four more years of this. This was great. Let me get another four years of what we have going on right now. And what sucks about America and whatnot is we just have two parties. We have Republican and Democrat. I mean, we have more parties, but those are the two major parties. And what happens is we'll have four years, you know, Republican, then we'll have four years Democrat. It's, you know, sometimes we get eight, you know, people get reelected, but half the time, half half that tenure, half their term is them just changing up 
what the past administration did. And we don't really ever move forward. And that shit kind of sucks. We, we're too advanced, man. We have too much positive stuff to where that, that can't keep happening, man. Something needs to change. And I think, it, I think slowly but surely we're kind of moving in the right direction. And I, I hope it keeps going that way. We'll and I hope back. people just, I hope we get back to, to what we had, man, because it, these, <laughs> these last, and I'm not saying it's all Biden's fault or all Kamala Harris fault or, or whatnot, because Everyone nah, plays a part, man. Yeah, everyone in office plays a part to, to what we go, have going on, but it's us, it's I mean, the people. people. It's yeah, like like yeah. stop blaming we're, the we're leaders Democrat. for the reason why you we're democracy for, for a reason, yeah. you know. So yeah, I, I hope I hope things change in, in the next few months. I hope we get better because yeah. man, like right now we're the laugh la- laughing stock of the world, and that shit it shouldn't be like that, bro. Like back, <laughs> we're fucking the U.S. of A. Dog, like come God, on, damn what are we we're doing, man? Like you know, bro. It, like come on, we gotta tighten up, bro. Sick and tired Good of this job, shit. Bro. Sick and tired like of looking we, weak. You know, I like that we ended it on that note, like more of a serious, obviously not political. We 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 try to stress we're not. You know, we have our own uh and, and also or political if if you feel if you feel a certain way if if you you know whatever we've we've had this before we've had comment jump on the opinions. pod we had Let's people we've dialogue. had people come on and, and talk about it you know both Just times DM us, bro please please like we're not we're not gonna come out here and call you words we're not gonna say anything we're gonna listen to what you have to say and that's what we do as a podcast man that's that's like what we want bro like we're not going to sit here and laugh at you, man. Like, just come on here and educate us, bro. I, I want to learn from you. You should want to learn from us. Like, that, that's how it is, man. It's not It's not ever that serious. And if you think that, then fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going to hold back now. Like, you know, if you think that we're going to, that you're going to come on here and we're just going to destroy you, nah, bro. Like, go Never. back and watch episodes of, of our guests. That's not how it is. Everyone that leaves always texts us right back and been like, yo, that's one of the best things I've done. That's one of the more fun things I've done in Both a long time. Both sides of it, too. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be like that. We get fucking positive feedback every single time. Yeah. We cater to everyone here. I don't care who you are, bro. If you're a fucking transgender, hop on the podcast and tell us your story. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter, bro. I want to learn. Like, yeah. I'm sick of this shit, bro. Like, yeah. I just, I, might, I, might, I don't understand I do anymore, some... man. Yeah. I really don't uh, I get mean, it. I, I, I mean, really don't taken, get it. We've taken the art of conversation out of the mix with the total, the, the total, ta- the totality of one way. You have to be one way or the other. And it's, uh, we got to, like I said, we got to go back to the medium and, uh, that's what I try to tell fa- friends and family, and I'm sure you do the same way. Where yeah, we'll make jokes when we're in a conversation, a group chat, whatever. But when it comes to real, if you want to have a real talk or or lab talk, as we say, we always we're always open. Um, yeah, I, I have new people uh, here at the the dude. I had somebody here for the first time the other day. That was a friend of a friend. He came in hospitality. I don't know his like his thought process, whatever. Just getting to know him. First thing, he comes to my crib, you're fucking getting served. You're getting the the host with the most, uh, just like everybody else. And, uh, and that, that then we can get to know each other. But I'm going to treat everybody with respect right off the jump. But uh, to wrap up episode 109, um, any shout outs, any little small things? Uh, non B just, just had 70. 70 point shout out. Joel Embiid against 70. the Spurs, which the Spurs. super low level of. Yeah, but 70 right is 70, bro. No, 70 70, no matter what. 70 is 70. I mean, LeBron yeah. James used to cook the Bobcats all the time. So, yeah, all those the time. numbers yeah, still yeah. live on forever. Uh, any other shout outs? Anything going on? Let's uh, wrap up um, this. One. 
No, not too much. The only shout out I really have that, you know, I, I, I need to go back to writing stuff down because I'll, I'll think of stuff throughout the week. But I always forget, man, when we come on here, it's just one of those things that once once we're locked in, it's just hard for me to remember. Um, yeah. Shout out Savannah Hurricanes. They're still doing their thing. They're still undefeated. Uh, they're on the road for like the next month. I think they play a bunch of home games and then they play a bunch of nice. road games. That's just how it is. But they're still undefeated. They won by two points. Uh, their last game, they got um, they played in Atlanta. Their next game is in Virginia, um, and then shout out Bull Ring Podcast is always they're doing a lot more stuff now. They they did like yeah, they did a collapse. yeah, they they were out Look in the streets up. of Savannah doing doing their pod, and then the last shout out is shout out Hillary. It was her birthday, or it's her birthday today, I think. But they celebrated over the weekend, so shout out Hillary, friend of the pod. She was a guest. You know, you know, women so, they have happy. They have birthdays that yeah, last yeah. a week or a month. Yeah, it's so their birthday it's month. You know, birthday. that's how it it's is. You know, birthday. so shout out her for her birthday, twenty-two. Happy twenty-second birthday. We appreciate awesome. you and look Yo, forward to having you back. Young on. and living life. Love, yeah, love, yeah, love, yeah love absolutely. It. That's all I got um, right yeah, now, man. Birth, birthday talk. Uh, shout out my mom. Her birthday's on Wednesday. She'll be hey. on Thursday. Shout out. Um, she's twenty-one again, as they say for the. Right, right, right. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm excited about this week. Uh, I appreciate doing this podcast. It always gives me something to look up, uh, look up to or look forward to. Yeah, shout out everyone that hopped on, man. NFL weekend, uh, Royal Rumble. If you're not a fan of wrestling and Break, you hey, take some stickers. Wrestling, take yeah, some stickers. I'll do everything. I'm, I'm going to have a full week. And I'll piece, put out baby. some content. Piece. It's going to be fun. Um, yeah, if you don't watch wrestling, uh, you got to watch uh, the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, all those key things. It's going to be a fun, fun week. Um, yeah, so that's that's it on, uh, let's see. Yeah, let's get a couple. I know we keep saying let's get a couple guests. We've been, you've been settling into your jobs. I've been running kind of crazy yeah. a little bit with guests. So let's yeah, get some thing, guests on. The thing on. is, we, we can have, we can easily have repeat guests on, but I want to have some new guests on and I got, I got to follow up with some of the people that I hit up that told me they were down. So I just yes, got to, some of the people I hit up are kind of busy, but that's also me just not following up and, and being lazy about it. But it's I, got, I got a few people that, that busy. I, can, I can get Being on. busy is never yeah. a negative thing. You're doing your thing. And that comes first as podcasts always uh, come second because it's something we do for absolutely fun. episode one yeah like subscribe hey download whatnot Broward vintage with 5900 going live, is live right momentarily. now they so probably are live right now yeah Tex and we're ben, gonna i'm gonna be live on, on that and support you yeah, i'm gonna hop on buy some dope clothes some shit, so. episode exactly. 109 bidding starts at a dollar bro for vintage clothing you can't go wrong no-brainer i've Come seen on, some of the clothes he's putting on it's it's a it's yeah a it's some deal. fire it's some heat man you get some shit for less than 10 bucks bro come on Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama, and to the lab exit for the lab. Peace.